Good morning and welcome to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela and we are here every Thursday from 11 to 1. And guess what? Today we are talking about relationships. You know, it's one of my favorite topics because we really can't avoid them, whether they are intimate relationships, relationships with our family, our kids, whoever. So, you know, we've got to talk about it. Um, And today I am going to go ahead and let the men have their say. (laughs) And uh, so we have um, three awesome guests who are here and I will introduce them to you you in a second, but I want to make sure that you are all ready, that you're all here and you're paying attention and you're ready with your questions um, because we have a lot that um, we're going to be discussing today. Um, So please write this number down, 678-613-5857. I know that we all have a lot of questions. We all have varying points of view that we, um, and I have some pretty um, hard questions for these guys that I, I can't wait. Um, for them to answer. So, <laughs> so stay with us. Um, and uh, we are, we're going to be here for the full two hours and, and ready to make this thing happen. So stay with us on the live exchange. JBT 700 Miami Circle 30324. It's not a chain, it's a chain reaction. Invest $49 a month at a real gym. For more info, go to facebook.com forward slash jeans body tech. Great leaders aren't born, they're made. And not just anywhere, they're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Okay, so five tacos, a cheese, and a large soda. That's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Marie Callender's knows that you may not have time to roll out dough for a perfectly flaky crust that's made from scratch. Or enough time to mix vegetables with all-white meat chicken and a homemade gravy. She knows you may not have a moment to crimp the edges of your favorite chicken pot pie. But Marie Callender's does. And when she's done, all you need to do is find time to grab someone special, sit down, and savor. Marie Callender's, 
it's time to say hi this is terry cruz actor former football player and father of five i'm also an expert on drama there's a good kind that comes with having a house full of kids and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals and then there's the drama you can skip skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma visit finishyourdiploma.org that's finishyourdiploma.org and lead the drama to actors like me Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you, A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within? Um. C. Look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D. Show empathy. Mom, you really don't have to. Ta da! Twinsies! I kind of love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Y'all need anything else? All right, welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and thank you for joining us this morning. Um, we have three amazing guests who I would love and very excited to introduce you all to. Um, so first here, over here, all the way to the left, we have Jay Hurt. Um, he's a relationship strategist. Um, he's also author of Nine Tenets of a Successful Relationship. Thank you for joining us, Jay. Thank you for having me, Dr. Pam. I'm excited to be here. I've been here once, and I love the show. I'm excited to be back. And we love having you. That's why you're back already so <laughs> soon, you know? <laughs> um, and we also have Stéphane Laboissier. Did I say it right? Close enough. Uh, close enough. <laughs> uh, I don't like close enough. I got to get it right. <laughs> um, and he is the author of best-selling, he's a best-selling author of um, God, Where Is My Boaz? I know many of you ladies have heard of this book. Welcome and thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. And we have Kevin Harley, and he is joining us from here from Atlanta. And thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. So we are, I'm hoping, um, going to have a really robust conversation about um, relationships and everything. So what we're talking about is um, really what men think about relationships and dating. And, um, and I love to hear um, various viewpoints. And so um, one of the first things that I am really, I've got to get into, you know, and, and I hope you all don't dislike me because of this but um, I have a lot of people ask me and I'm sure you all have had the question um, posed to you as well um, how and why have have men become the experts on relationships for women does that make sense so we have a lot of you know we have a lot of experts and we have a lot of people and, and a lot of them you know, the men have stepped up and they're like ladies here's what needs to happen you know and um, and the ladies love it I mean you guys do give really good helpful information so I'm just wondering how you all got into that position of saying hey <laughs> I have something to say about this I'd like to talk to the ladies well, well, do you mean in general how men have become experts or us specifically i'm asking both so okay. because I, there is so go ahead in general um the thing is that women typically prefer to hear the male's uh opinion 
and, and mm-hmm. viewpoint of the situation because they're dealing with men. Right. They're dating men. So they find it more beneficial to hear what the men say. So I think there have been men and women experts, so to speak, for the longest, but women tend to gravitate to the men who are speaking. And you can see it on they social do. media. We do. You I look on the pages. Yeah, <laughs> you, you'll notice that they always go to the men most of the time. So I think that's one part of it. And, you know, to be honest with you, I think the lack of fathers, father mm-hmm. figures, mm-hmm. I think that has an impact as well. Right. Because, or even just having that brother who can speak to you. I think women yeah. really value that. So, again, it creates that dynamic where the men they want to hear from the men they value the men's opinion oh that's so good i love it because that especially that whole big brother component and you know that's something that i i haven't heard in that you know um but that is so valuable don't we love our big brothers ladies when when especially when they care and they really want the best for us you know absolutely yeah, yeah. any other well I, thoughts i think on you that? i think you, you <laughs> i think uh, stefan said it best uh uh-huh. i think women do look for that person, the the point of view that from somebody that they can trust. Yeah. Um, let me call my boy and ask him and see if that's really the truth. Right. You know, before I implement it in my life. I think, right. I think women do that all the time. Okay. Like and, and you know, real quick, I have to jump in and say, he said a key word, trust. Yes. I think a lot of women don't trust other women. Oh. All right. And they don't know where your, your information is coming from. If yes. there's bias and things of that nature. So they feel like when they talk to a guy, whether it be a friend, whether it be an expert, they feel like they're getting it straight. There's no bias most of the time. You know, if that person is actually cool with them mm-hmm. or shows that they have a genuine care for them, they feel like they can trust it more. Right. I think that's that is extremely important. Right. Oh yeah. That, what and what is the deal? I mean, I, I could go on tangents based on a few things that you said. But like, what's the deal with us trusting each other? Uh, but did you have anything to throw in, Jay? Because I know yeah, I can keep. So, so I'll, I'll throw something in there. So, kind of building off what what Stefan said, um, there's a challenge sometimes when women continue to get information from other women. So I don't know if it's so much a trust factor, but I think it's a factor of what does she know more than I do or what does she know better than I do? I see her going through some of the same situations. Mm. So why am I asking her <laughs> when her information clearly isn't isn't any better than mine, right? right. So there's a there's an information gap. Mm-hmm. And so to speak, if you come and get the information from the horse's mouth, then you get the information from the horse. So what if the horse's mouth? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe I shouldn't use that analogy. It's quite as clean as, you know, I mean, and, and, and we're going to get into trending topics. But I do want to ask that question, because if the, if, the, if the integrity of the man, and I'm not saying that you all have that issue, but if the integrity of the man is also in question, um, because I, I do know of several experts who whose integrity isn't necessarily up to, you know, par. And um, and yet they are out there providing this information. Right. And so, um, but we'll, we'll, ooh, we'll see how emotional I get. We'll, delve into, <laughs> we'll delve into that. But first, let's get into trending topics. Primary election. Lack of diversity. Gas prices. Michael Jackson. Trending topics. All right. So... What's trending? I, I don't know if you all know, but um, I, this the show Love Politics Intellect. I would be remiss if I did not mention um, the Day Without Immigrants that's happening today, um, and this is a, um, a protest in to to really help America realize how important our immigrant population is, and um, and so in several U.S. cities, really, uh, you know, happening across the nation. Um, there are businesses and restaurants that are literally shutting down today um, 
is in a, uh, sort of to make the statement as to why immigrants are important. Now, if you think about it, how many restaurants or how many businesses do you patronize that actually are here because of of immigrant populations? Um, and so that is um, a really huge movement. And, and I don't... Um, I don't know how many of you have heard of um, the movie A Day Without a Mexican. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a real. It, it makes this exact same point, um, but for California. I was born and raised in California. That might be why I'm familiar with the movie. <laughs> um, but, but it really shows, um, you know, because there's, there's definitely a lot of um, hate that um, is directed toward Mexican um, residents in California. And so um, they made a movie and said, well, okay, let's see what it would be like without us. And, um, and so that I love, personally, I love the fact that this is happening and that they're, they're doing this movement because um, there's a statement to be made from that. So I really look forward. I want you all to pay attention, see how that all goes today, um, because um, this, is, this is a historical move, you know, in my personal opinion. So... I, I know we're talking relationships, but you know, you know <laughs> if we want to put a relationship spin on it, you know, there are a lot of loved ones who are dating immigrants. <laughs> um, but no, but it's a it's a really um, huge statement, and I'm really grateful that I I'm grateful that to see that this is happening. So um, or inspired, I should say. So. And I, I think I will add that um, it's so important that we remember that we're all immigrants, right? Right. So now we have people that just they look like a certain ethnicity or they have, you know, more of a, a their transition to America was more recent, right? Mm-hmm. So so they still have that that cultural tie to wherever they came from, if it's in this case, you mentioned Mexico mm-hmm. or wherever it is. So they're showing that importance, but we're all immigrants. So we're we're getting disconnected from the fact that we're a melting pot. Right. And I think as long as we do that, we're going to continue to have challenges. So this day, I think, will be very important. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes down in history. You know, whether or not it becomes a day that people remember, you know, years from now, or you know, but we'll, well see. I, I think protests are always a good thing to stand up for what you believe in. Yeah. So if people are standing up for what they believe in, um, I think it's a good thing, and I think. Uh, Dirt comes out in the wash is what I like <laughs> to say. So I like that. Uh, good stuff will come out. The bad stuff will come out. But in the end, you'll get, you'll you'll get, get the good. good. You'll get well, the good. on that note, we're going to go to break, and we'll be right back on the Live Exchange. Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Coming to Tampa Bay, I said we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Next year, I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would. But I determined that I had to have Christ first. And 
that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to, to go to the Super Bowl and win it, and it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ, and he guide us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the live exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and we are talking relationships um, with a few men here who know a little something, something about that. And, and of course, I couldn't get started without asking why men talking to women about relationships. Um, and and so with that question also comes the question of how do we know who to trust and who not to trust? Because um, everybody and their daddy wants to become a relationship expert. And, um, and me as a scholar, you know, I really vet people out. I want to make sure that people know what they're talking about. And so, um, and so when I see people who, um, are what I kind of perceive as, uh, you're kind of a fraud. Uh, <laughs> I have a hard time with that. So how do we know who to trust, who not to trust? Um, what advice, is there a way to, to vet that out in your opinion? Well, you know, I think it's going to be easier for the emotionally intelligent and healthy to see the fraud. Okay. I think that um, one thing to consider is that a lot of people say relationship expert, but what they really are are expert on men. And it's kind of like what Steve Harvey did. Steve mm-hmm. Harvey said, I'm not a relationship expert, I'm an expert on men, but they kept giving him that relationship title. expert as the title. Ah. So understand there's a difference between someone who can break down how men think and what to expect from men yes. versus the dynamics of relationships and how people interact. That's there's a much good. more in-depth analysis that is needed in, in that. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the social media guys and, and the people are all around, you got to really just examine their work. Don't just react emotionally to them saying a good quote. I mean, you might like a quote I put, but look at my work. Mm-hmm. Look deeper. And, you know, I think ultimately we we can kind of tell when people are speaking from a negative place or from yes. a, a place that's really not genuine. We just have to be willing to move past how we're feeling at that moment to really see it. So, again, that's why I said the emotionally healthy will be able to see it easier. But those who are broken at that moment, they're just looking for that good word. And so they're going to latch on to whatever they can get. Right. You know? Right. So I think the certifications and degrees are helpful. That mm-hmm. gives you an idea of their validity. But I think even deeper, so let's look at what the person's life looks like. And as Stefan said, let's look at what the person's um, work looks like. But when I know for myself, when I decided to become a relationship strategist, I had to make the conscious decision, okay, so if I'm going to do this, I need to walk a certain way, talk a certain way, act a certain way. I need to hold myself to a higher standard even than I would hold a client. Right. Because I'm a, I'm a living, breathing example of my work. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important when we look at whomever we're going to work with, whether it's a psychologist, yes. whether it's a you know, you, you don't go to get um, 
you don't go to try to lose 50 pounds from somebody whose body mass index is 35, <laughs> right? So, so you're looking at you want somebody that's walking and talking in it. That's interesting. I, I say that because I know people who are, are trying to get advice from somebody who doesn't really ha- – I mean, and, and then almost the same example that you just used, even in terms of health and fitness, you know, right. and it's like, but are you – okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's really – you know, and, and, and so I, I, I ask those questions because I think it's really important for us to, to think about what kind of advice we're receiving, even if, you know, everybody – you know, the only people who have advice about relationships are not people who, who've got all the degrees and that kind of thing. So right. sometimes we get advice from our brothers, from our colleagues. And, and so I think it's just important to understand with all of this flood of advice that comes in, how are we making sure that we're kind of deciphering what's... Well, well I, I particularly think that you any advice you get, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Yes. Um, you really have to decipher through it. Listen to what you've heard. Um, Take the good out, throw the other stuff away. Right. <laughs> and, and again, anybody can, my advice for a brother that's 19 and my advice for a brother that's 43 oh, yeah. could be He's vastly different. different. So when you hear some 43-year-old advice and you're 19, it might not apply to you. So you trying to take it and, and, and hold on to it and use it, you might not be able to use it yet. Mm-hmm. You might can't use it till you're 43. You might not even be applicable in any way shape or form any way shape or form so you have to do that you have to be not that you're depending on this advice as the holy grail Mm -hmm. but you're using it as a kind of like something that may hit you back on back on track not something to set your life by but something that might just oh i'm getting a little over it pushes you back over and keeps you back on track right right just hmm Okay, I think, and and I think that makes a lot. Of sense. I think that's something that we really should think about is the context as we're talking. What age group are we talking about? What kind of life situations are we talking about? Um, what kind of um, past are, are certain people coming from? Because they yes. bring different sets of baggage with them as they yes. <laughs> move forward. Um, so anyway, um, with that said, I I would like to get into the research. In the interest of science, science, science. Okay, so again, I I had to pull a study last week. I did both of the studies out of the um, Journal of Personal Relationships, and I'm doing it again because I just there's there's just so much I can just pull so much content from here. Um, But this particular study um, was done at the Schimmitz University of Technology, and this is um, um, I'm sorry, a study is the effects of similarity of life goals, values, and personality on relationship satisfaction and stability. So they they basically wanted to look at if, if the, the people in the relationship had similar life goals, similar values, similar personality types, and did this help with satisfaction and stability in the relationship? What do you all think? <laughs> you know, I, I am of the firm belief that what's more important in a relationship than equality is balance. Mm. And so when we are too similar and we carry the same strengths, 
I don't think that's going to create long-term satisfaction. Mm -hmm. I think for some, it may be very comfortable to be with someone who's like them. And they like that, and and they're drawn to that initially. But after a while, you start to wear yourself down. If you know what I'm saying, right. when that person is just like you, <laughs> you is like, oh my goodness, <laughs> exactly. You know, you have enough of yourself to deal with. Now you got to deal with them too, and they're just like you. So I, I'm, I believe it's better when we do have to have some of the same values, mm-hmm. um, and I do think in general some of the same goals so i think like we both have to want to be successful like we we have to both have some level of ambition if they're not ambitious and we are that's going to be conflicting so there's certain things that will conflict if they're not the same Mm -hmm. or at least somewhere similar but we we do a lot better when there's balance and when they have certain strengths that we don't have and we're not exactly the same but we respect each other's differences to where we complement each other right should I just tell him that he was right? Or was right? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's and that's in, in essence what it says. You know, people would expect to say, well, if you've got all these things in common, that's going to determine, you know, the relationship. Now, that certainly helps in a lot of ways because if the, it, it allows the couple to have a common vision and to, a lot easier than it would be if, if they had varying, you know, extreme differences. Um, so it's certainly, according to the study, is better for the couple to have um, some things in common mm-hmm. as opposed to just being, you know, totally opposite and everything. So like, for example, if we, we take politics, you may have somebody who's extremely conservative and somebody who's extremely liberal. And and those two ends um, could be very difficult to get along. However, it's not impossible. There are just things that um, it, couples have to really determine what's what are the um, factors that are most important in this relationship? Breakers, what are the deal breakers? And, the, and, and that is essentially what they're saying here is, okay. sure, there are certain things that people can have in common that go, you know, that work together really well together. But there are some things that people can have differences about. Mm-hmm. But if they are not those deal breakers, they're not those things that are at the core of who you are, um, it's not going to have as um, a detrimental impact pack on the relationship or it doesn't have to so so we're going to go to break but when we come back now i'm going to let you all have your say (laughs) on this um on the live exchange Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Great leaders aren't born. They're made. And not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment... 
It helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. If you're looking for that ratchet... You're in the wrong place. It's the nation's urban internet station, Sensation Station Network. Coming to Tampa Bay, I said we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Next year, I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would. But I determined that I had to have Christ first and that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to, to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ. And he guide us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you, A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within. Um. C, look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have Ta-da! to... Ta-da! Twinsies! <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and uh, it looks like uh, Facebook Live is is going, y'all, um, commenting. So um, I see, you know, ladies saying hello to each other, and <laughs> um, and I think um, PZ had mentioned that she really loved um, what Stefan said about um, being being emotionally intelligent, um, and I think that's that's that goes beyond just being willing to listen to um, advice, but also in choosing a mate and dating. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you speak to that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think we we have to really learn and become in tune with when we're being emotionally driven and we're not thinking things through. And emotionally driven is not the same as um, listening to your intuition or listening to your gut. All right. To me, that's a that's something different. I'm saying when you're being driven by excitement, anger, sadness, these things can completely change how you view a situation and how you handle it and can completely derail it if you don't have that intelligence of knowing, one, how to reel yourself back in, how to separate (laughs) yourself from those emotions at that moment and really make sure you're making sound decisions. And so, yes, there's a lot of people who get into the wrong relationship because they're caught up off the hype and they're just excited and they have this fantasy, but 
they're not really processing what's going on here because I guess what when they come to me or they come to Jay or, or any coach and you speak to them you find out you saw the signs from the beginning but your Maybe. emotions got in the way. They saw issues and red flags, but that lack of emotional intelligence, that lack of emotional um, health, hmm. even more so, um, a lot of times this puts them on the wrong path and sets them up for the bad relationship. God, can, so good. And can I add one more thing yes. on top of that? And this might be a little... I don't know. We won't. We won't use the word crass, but sometimes <laughs> so, we might. Right. So sometimes that thirstiness. Right. So just wanting something so bad mm-hmm. that even though every fiber in my being knows this is not good for me, this is not what I want, but I just want a man. I'm I just want something. Right. I'll do anything to try to make that happen. And mm-hmm. I think that if you could separate yourself from that a little bit, just to say, okay, what do I really want? In my life, what what specific things do I want? Three specific things. And if this guy doesn't meet those three specific things, I need to move on and find the right one. Yeah. So that's interesting. My, my cousin slash business partner slash co-author <laughs> <laughs> says that a lot. What are your top three? Think about what your top three are. And those are two, three things that can't be negotiated. That's just, you know, what it is you know, take it or leave it. Um, One of the things that this whole making it happen thing, you want something so bad. Um, I've talked about this. um, I have a a, a blog um, called the hopeful romantic. (laughs) Um, And I've talked about, we are hustlers these days, women, you know, so we are, um, and I think I talked about this with um, Jay um, last time he was on the show, but we're the first generation of women or people in general who are, um, divorce is is okay, this is what we do. Um, In the past, we kept things quiet, or our parents did, kept things quiet, and they did not put it all out there and they did not divorce and if so you know if dad papa was a rolling stone papa was a rolling stone we didn't leave papa you know and so now not only do we are we okay with you know divorcing leaving um but we're we're doing our careers on our own and we're doing all this so we're used to making things happen so we're used to being hustling or hustlers and so one of the things i like to challenge women to do is to flow sometimes just <laughs> sit back relax and flow, you know, hustle then flow, um, is is <laughs> the name of the article. But, um, but, but I just so I think it just made me think of that, you know, when you all said it. So one one of the things that we're doing now in our forties are we're we're marrying people who are divorced, who've gone through ch- child custody battles, who um, maybe the women haven't had any babies yet, and they're like. I got to have a baby. So there's a lot of intensity of dating that's happening now at this day and age. And so I'm throwing all that out there. I, I, wa- I would love to hear you know, your thoughts on all of that. I, I, I personally think that that adds a whole nother dynamic. If you don't have uh, a hold of or a good grasp on things that you haven't achieved yet in your later years, mm-hmm. like, okay, then you'll start putting pressure in areas. So you it's like... You know, you might have your hand on a man's back when y'all walk in together. <laughs> well, his hand but should be you, on the small of your back, actually, you know. Well, you know, y'all have your arms around <laughs> but each no, other. No, 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 but you I hear have, you. You have your arms around but each other because I'm, I'm, I'm making a point. She <laughs> right. may start pushing uh-huh. to where she thinks she's just still walking. Right. But she wants to get to that next stop uh, 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 of uh, career success or, or family success. She wants to get to that next point. Right. Um, so she's walking faster than she thinks she's walking. You, you kind of understand <laughs> what I mean. can't understand why so, he's not keeping up. <laughs> right. Like, so, so now he's like, oh, why are you, what, 
slow down. We we're gonna get there. Yeah. That's what, so when you said the flow part, mm-hmm. that's the that's the if you don't have a good grasp on, hey, I haven't had a baby yet, but if God told me it's coming, it's coming. Mm-hmm. You got to be there. If I'm supposed to be on this level of my life, but I'm not there yet. But God told me I'm gonna get there. You still got to put, you got to put that confidence in your mind that you're gonna get there, mm-hmm. and not be, and not be the person that's. You try to take it into your home and become a, and try to make something out of nothing. Where there is something there, you don't have to make something out of nothing. Right. It's there. You just got to let it manifest. Right. Right. That's good. That's good. Okay. Well, we're going to get right into the balance challenge. Keeping your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Okay. So, so this week's balance challenge is, um, it's, it's totally off the cuff because it wasn't what I was going to give you guys, but, um, Stefan mentioned emotional intelligence <laughs> and I think that, that is, is so it for good. Today. Yes. I think that's really good. So, I, I, I challenge you all to take a, um, an inventory of your own emotional intelligence. And what that means is, is really understanding how your emotions come in, into play in a way that either benefits or hinders you. So, um, you know, our emotions are great in some ways. They're terrible in other ways. So we have fear, for example. Fear is important when it comes to protecting ourselves. You know, if you're, you're walking in the middle of a street and a car is coming, fear is going to tell you, get out of the street, right? Um, however, if you're in a relationship in which you've, ex- in, and in the past you've experienced a whole lot of trauma and you are wrought with fear throughout the course of the relationship, that's an emotion that's not healthy. That's not going to help you because it's not an emotion that's trying to save your um, life from immediate death. It's an emotion that's reflecting back on what's happened in the past. And so it's really important for us to take an inventory and think about how our emotions are impacting the relationships that we have today. Um, what do you all, do you have anything to add for people? This is your challenge for the week, y'all. For the week, I want you to take an inventory. So I'll offer that the emotional intelligence is incredibly important to, to be aware of where your emotions lie, right? So if you're if you're in a relationship, or, or, or let's step back, let's say you want to get in a relationship and you really want something really bad, I think you still have to step back and peel back the onion to make sure, going back to my point about the three most important things to you, so is he meeting these things that you need? Or even if it's not the three most important, is he meeting some specific requirement that you have in your life? I'll give you a really quick example. I have somebody that... Um, is dating a woman and this is a, this is a guy with a challenge right so he really really wants to have children but the woman can't have children so they got married and now he's upset that the woman can't have children right. he knew that from the beginning right oh but he, he already wanted, knew he already knew okay. but he wanted to force the issues so you have to take right crazy yes i, <laughs> Women I know do it too though i mean right. so yeah so that that's an extreme example but yeah. that's that's part of that separating the emotion from what i really want out of my life hmm. yeah and I would say the same. My, my my thing is, people being very honest with their with themselves, going go into really look at yourself and evaluate who you are. If you at this point in my life, I don't want any children, so I don't need. I don't even really entertain women that say that they want children. We could be friends. Do you know? Uh, you know what a woman's response without to be would be is that you know, but I'm going to be so fine that he can't resist. I mean, so a lot of times no, people, no, right. they will dismiss everything you just said, like 
the and, man you said and, who and, got married. And that's one. And that's one of the challenges in, especially with men to women. Mm-hmm. Men have this. Well, she can't do no more than I let her. A lot of times we get into relationships and then go. Okay, I'm gonna cut you off. Okay, because we gotta go break. Okay. But we're gonna. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> So I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Great leaders aren't born, they're made. And not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowered coaches to empower the world make a positive change in yourself and the world go to academyofcreativecoaching.com okay so five tacos a cheese and a large soda that's ten thousand and twelve dollars please drive around Wait, ten thousand what it's obvious you're buzzed and driving i've only had a few i'm fine yeah the food's 12 bucks but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around ten thousand dollars in fines legal fees and increased insurance rates please drive around Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm fleece on a cold I want to be a football stadium. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me... I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Welcome back to Live Exchange. Ooh, I feel like we're like dim lights, candles. <laughs> yeah. I used to do this event in college called the Solistic Groove, and it was spoken word and poetry. And, you know, my name is Dr. Love, and 
I'm here for no, I'm just kidding. Okay, well, let me get focused here. Focused. Okay. So, but we are talking about um, relationships, and we're looking at it from um, the standpoint of these gentlemen here who are um, just, they're allowing me to pick their brains a little bit, and I really appreciate it. Um, and so we're right before um, I issued the balance challenge this week, is to, which is to look at your um, your emotional intelligence. And, and, you know, are you using it intelligently? You know, <laughs> how are you using your emotions? And um, I appreciate you. Yolanda Allen, I see that you just posted um, the challenge about emotional intelligence. Thank you for listening and for checking us out and for sharing. Uh, We've got quite a few comments um, and feedback that we've um, been receiving on Facebook Live, so I appreciate all of you for for listening. We're we're definitely going to go ahead and talk about some of those as well. Um, Did you have any I know I cut you off right before the break were you I'll probably Kevin be able to bring it back in okay. I'll probably be able to bring it back in with something else we talk about okay okay well one of the other um, the, the questions that I had was um, you know, I know I talked about you know what makes it um, you know how do we know who to accept relationship advice from and, uh, and I think Stefan did a really good job of explaining to us that everybody is not a relationship expert sometimes that title just kind of gets slapped onto People right. who talk about relationships, um, I know that that's um, happened to me as well, um, and and I guess in a lot of ways I may or may not be, but I uh, I don't know, it, you know, it, okay. <laughs> I'm really careful about you know what kind of titles I I, I like to have attached to myself. Um, but with regards to other men, are there men out there talking to men, and and do they listen the way that women listen? Because I know you all said that women tend to want to hear the advice from the man because it's like hearing a big brother. Or is the same the case for men? So it's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I want to hear what you got to say about this because I, I know what my answer is. It's, it's it's definitely not at the rate at which women are gravitating towards it and and wanting to listen. Do I get? messages from men yes do i have men clients yes um i have two books for men i only have one for women but okay would swear. Books. I don't even know that. <laughs> one is called he who finds a wife ah. and the first one i ever wrote was how to get a woman to have sex with you if you're her husband ah, so okay you know and i have heard of that one and i'm gonna be honest with you i could put all kinds of money behind advertising those books mm-hmm. they're barely gonna move uh-huh I put a little bit of money behind the book for women, and it sells like crazy. Hmm. So that shows you that, yes, there, there, there are some who listen, but not as much. But I'm going to say this. One of the reasons why they don't is because, and I know some women won't be happy hearing this, <laughs> they see too many women rewarding bad behavior. Oh, yeah. So for me to get you to behave properly, to embrace this better approach, to be this man that you should be, it's more difficult because you keep seeing all these bad boys, thugs, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. getting way more benefits. Yeah. So we have to understand how we contribute to the issue of men not listening or men not gravitating to that advice. Um, but it is out there. If you guys are retweeting, that would retweet that. Because <laughs> that is huge. Now, now I, pers- I personally think the reason why men don't really uh, gradu- gravitate toward other people telling them how to be uh, how, to, how to have success with women is because we have to practice we practice our own we practice every day so every day we go out and we see a woman mm-hmm. we may and we like her we'll talk to her mm-hmm. usually women don't practice how to 
start relationships with men, blah, 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 blah. Men have to be the, men are the initiators. So you tell, I'm telling you what, I'll tell him what works for me. He won't tell me what works for me. Mm-hmm. So if if I can say, hey, little mama, if that works for me, if I found out <laughs> that that works for me, hey, he, can tell, he can tell me that, uh-huh. you know, you shouldn't say, hey, little mama. You know, you should say, hi, hi, how are you? My name is Kevin. That Don't work for me, bro. Uh-huh. Where I hang out at is, hey, little mama, what's up? Right. So, <laughs> so what's up, shouty? Right. <laughs> and so <laughs> since that's what I practice, mm-hmm. that becomes part of me and how I interact with women, okay. positively or negatively. That's so interesting because so what I'm hearing you all say is that what 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 men are doing is working for them. They're getting the end goal, what they want to get, whatever that end goal is. For us women, not necessarily the case because we have this end goal and our strategies are accepting some of the bad behavior and we're not getting out of that bad behavior what we would want in a relationship. So why continue to accept the bad behavior if you're yeah. not getting what you want that's an excellent question and ladies <laughs> right right ladies <laughs> and so when i coach men and i bet stefan probably experiences this as well men have a harder time gravitating towards what we're saying because like you said women show the bad behavior but i even get this in marriages right where mm-hmm. the where the men are they're pushing back because they've been getting what they've wanted for four or five, ten years. They've mm-hmm. been getting whatever it is they need, and now all of a sudden it's a problem because it's come to it's come to a boil in the woman's mind and in the relationship. And now it's hard for me to talk to a man or even to get him to say, "Hey, I'm capable of making a change or doing something different," because she's been catering to me all this time. Hmm. So there's a question for your listeners. Yeah. Why do you, why continue the bad behavior? Why continue to accept the bad behavior looking for a different result? What have you all seen in terms of why women do that? Why, you know, I'm sure you've had these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, number one, the first thing is a lack of healing. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And that lack of healing then stems and creates all kinds of other issues. So they're not leaving because they've been abandoned and, they don't, you know, they have abandonment issues. They're not leaving because low self-esteem created by other dysfunctional relationships they've experienced or childhood or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sexual abuse. I mean, you name it. There's yeah. all kinds of things they're holding on to. And that emotional baggage, that damage makes it hard for them to be emotionally healthy. Well, it does not allow them, period, to be emotionally healthy, and it hinders them from the emotional intelligence we talked about earlier. It blinds them from being able to see things correctly. So it really all stems from a lack of healing because there is no emotionally healthy person who continues to reward or accept bad behavior. It does not happen. Anyone who's in a better space is going to see it, nip it in the bud right away, end the situation. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> this is true. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. My mind is racing um, because I'm thinking that there, you know, women are um, struggling um, and they've, they've got the baggage, and 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 the men that they're dating do as well. And so you've got this clash of pain mm-hmm. <laughs> that comes together, and um, and nobody seems to win in that kind of a situation. And and so I. I always come from the standpoint, I want to see healing happen on both sides. Um, you know, so if, if the women are coming for this kind of healing and the men are not, it just it just makes me wonder, well, you know, can it just be so one-sided? 
um, think about that. Well, that's what I was going to say. When we come back, I'm yeah, not, yeah. I might have an answer for that. <laughs> don't, re- don't forget. Remember that. <laughs> okay. and, uh, and after we come back, we're going to be looking at a love note. Calendars knows that you may not have time to roll out dough for a perfectly flaky crust that's made from scratch. Or enough time to mix vegetables with all-white meat chicken and a homemade gravy. She knows you may not have a moment to crimp the edges of your favorite chicken pot pie. But Marie Calendars does. And when she's done, all you need to do is find time to grab someone special. Sit down and savor. Marie Calendars. It's time to say. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life, young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Love Notes with Dr. Pamela. All right, welcome back to the Live Exchange. So today's Love Note is based on a conversation that I've had um, you know, with a... Um, gentleman who's actually struggling with heartbreak. And so I'm hoping that since I have three gentlemen here, uh, that you all can maybe help this man out. Um, his question is, he wants to get back out into the dating world. He's, but, um, and so, you know, he's tried, he's dated, you know, here and there, but he's clearly still struggling with the heartbreak of the last situation. It was um, a situation in which he was blindsided. He didn't expect that it was going to end. He found out that she was with somebody else. Um, and he said that, you know, he, there are certain times where he struggles more than others. Um, you know, he just can't. And one of the things I talk about in a class that I have is complicated grief, you know, where you're just constantly thinking about it over and over and over again. You can't let it go. Um, and so he's wondering what can he do to move on without being bitter, without harboring a lack of trust against other women that he meets in the future. Um, go ahead. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll let you <laughs> 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 I'll give you one start. Um, so, you know, one one thing is he, he needs to heal. All right. And in healing, um, he needs to get things off his chest. You know, I'm a big proponent of getting my clients to write letters, just getting everything out of their system, because you can't keep holding on to all these emotions, all these feelings and think it's just going to go away. You're right. just moving on on the surface. But deep within, it's still lingering there. 
So he's going to need to do stuff like get it off his chest. He's going to need to do stuff like forgiveness. Not just forgiving her, because I guarantee you there's a part of him that's beating himself up. I'm sure. And and that's what's really making it more difficult for him to move forward. So that's he's got to forgive himself and understand we all make mistakes. We've all been in situations that weren't best for us, or we didn't get out of there as soon as we should have. It happens. And, you know, the key is not to dwell on your mistake, but to learn from it and grow so that you can have a better situation next time. Right. And, you know, also, there's, there's so much that has to be discussed when you're dealing with someone who's dealing with heartbreak. However, in general, I would say recognize that a lot of times a breakup is a blessing in disguise. And you weren't going to leave that the relationship. And I guarantee you, as much as he didn't think she, you know, it was going to end, it wasn't healthy. It, it wasn't this happy, great relationship, and all of a sudden all she walked sudden, away. No, yeah, no, no, it don't, it don't right. work that way. It don't work that way. <laughs> so she, it, 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 she did you a favor, mm-hmm. okay? God, or the way I look at it, God did you a favor. Mm-hmm. So you got to embrace that and understand. Okay, here's your opportunity to get what's better for you in your life, and it, and it starts with healing and growing and just getting on a positive mindset, positive track, and that requires some practice as well. Practice is key. I mean, just like, you know, I'm big on the gym. I go work out. And for me, even when you don't feel like it, you just have to get in the practice of going through the motions of walking yourself to the freaking gym (laughs) (laughs) and getting on whatever machine or whatever it is you do. You just have to it. It just has to be something you practice. You do it repetitively. And that's well, just (laughs) just to tie off of Stefan's point. Um, I think he also needs to, and kind of what you said as well, Dr. Pam, he needs to physically get away, right? Because you can sit in the house and mope, Mm -hmm. and you can be so caught up in everything that's going on that this is all you think about. You just dwell on it all day long, right? So if you're working on changing your mindset, some of those things need to be physical. So it may be going to the gym. It may be doing some other hobby that he likes to do. It may be finding... Um, some other friends to hang out with. It doesn't have to be dating. I'm not saying go jump back into the dating pool. Mm-hmm. But something to keep your mind from just straying back to this over and over and over again. And the farther you get away from it, over time, you'll find, as Stefan said, she did him a favor. Right. And you'll appreciate that she did him a favor. And as I, I think I mentioned maybe in our class, that God's God's that rejection is God's protection oftentimes. Absolutely. And this class they're referring to, by the way, <laughs> I have a life <laughs> classes going on right now. Um, life classes is life classes, refocus, rebuilding and reloving in action. Um, so anybody who's interested in that, just check out um, Dr. Pamela Antoinette's um, Facebook page and it, it'll all be there. But yeah. And one thing I want to throw in real quick, because I think we overlook this as a society, is your health can impact your ability to handle things emotionally. Oh, gosh, so strange. you, when you're going through something, the worst thing you could do is let yourself go oh. as far as your diet, your sleep, all these things. So if you want to help yourself, then eat right. Mm exercise get enough sleep put yourself on a good schedule check if you're deficient listen a lot of us are deficient in vitamin d that stuff makes a difference i took a vitamin d something almost changed my life (laughs) okay so like we don't check those things but they can really impact our daily lives our mood and our ability to handle what life throws at us right oh that's huge and 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 you know what a beautiful side effect of taking care of your life and your health is that you get fine and you don't even realize (laughs) it You you know, if your focus is on your health, you get fined by accident. So, Uh you know, take care of yourself. That's big. I like that. Anybody else have anything to add? So 
So I the other thing though is um, I, I lost my train of I had like a set of questions that I was going to ask um, uh, with this particular segment, but you guys keep taking me in such great directions. I'm just like forget the questions. I'm just <laughs> going with what you say. But um, we have some. Um, uh, feedback that I really want to share here um, from Facebook. Um, one question that we have, well, before we get to the question, I'll read the comments. I think giving advice can come from two different places in somebody's mind. Um, what's the right way to handle things or what should I do um, logically or what should I, what do I want to do emotionally? So they look at it from the standpoint of, from emotion, I'll say that again, from an emotional standpoint, what is it that you want to do? What, do you, what is it that you feel like you want to do versus what should you do? And so, um, so sometimes people just want to hear about what they want and not necessarily about the logic, you know, behind it. And, and I have to say, in all fairness, sometimes it's okay to have those conversations that are emotion laden. Like, I just need to vent. I just need to let it out. I just need to get all of this mess that's inside of me out. And then, and, and now let's, let's come up with some logical solutions. But we can't deny what we're feeling. If we have it in us, we need to deal with it Absolutely. somehow. You looked at me funny. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to break. I but was going to say, because feel, feelings are something else. Feelings are something else. Are they, something else. I, I'm, I'm going to let you evaluate, evaluate elaborate on that yes. when we come back. Pamela, we are live back with the live exchange, and I I have Stefan. Say it, Labossier. Yes, Stefan Labossier. Oh, I love how he says it. And then we have, <laughs> and then um, we have Jay Hurt, and we have Kevin Harvey, Harvey Harley. 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 Like Harley. Harley. Oh, everybody's name today. Harley. My goodness. And they don't get me mixed up with Steve Harvey. Don't do that. <laughs> she has Steve Harvey cousin. I Steve Harvey cousin. <laughs> Well, we are out here talking about relationships and letting men have their say. And it's funny because I'm not really letting them have their say. They're going to have their say whether I like it or not. Um, <laughs> but um, great conversation, great insight. And so um, one of the last things that I said, and, and I love watching body language, um, one of the last things I said is that sometimes we have to have those conversations that are based on how we feel and our feelings um, so that we can get to the next place. But as soon as I said the word feelings, Kevin was like, "Uh, uh, uh." but I say that to say because on another point that we were we were talking about, um, this this answer would have um, would have helped would have helped out. I think as men, we don't we know it, but we but we don't really know it in a way where we can use it when we practice it. A woman's greatest need is to feel loved and feel secure whether that's financially or just emotionally feel so it's a with her a lot of things are about feeling or minus physical touch yes. that's that's and so i say number one need because anytime you're having a problem with a woman it's usually because of she doesn't feel secure with you mm. either financially or she doesn't feel secure with you emotionally security is important yeah so so just like for a man his greatest need is to be respected mm-hmm. That's the really the time when you're gonna he's gonna feel you're being disrespectful of him is the really the time when you're gonna have problems with him. So I have a question. In today's society where everybody is trying to neutralize, you know, gender roles and all of that, mm-hmm. you know 
do we do those things still apply? Do do, do men still want to be you know is respect still the top thing for men and and emotion the top thing for women and you know is or or have the roles changed with our society? So okay, <laughs> I was thinking I, something different, but <laughs> I hate. I'm gonna be honest. I hate and despise the the way people are trying to tear apart the gender roles, mm-hmm. and because it, I understand. If you don't want to keep people in certain boxes and say, well, the man has to be this and the woman has to be this. But you have to look at it deeper and understand what actually works. So let's look at a simple example of a woman being the leader and the man following her in a relationship. All right. In the long run, she will grow tired of that leadership role. (laughs) She will lose respect for that man. She will not be happy in that position. Mm -hmm. That man will start to become aggravated with feeling like he's he's not being a man in this relationship. He's being disrespected. So if you can genuinely make it work, okay, more power to you. Mm -hmm. But nine times out of 10, it does not work. And the desire to come out of these boxes is due to emotional traumas, due to not trusting the other gender in certain ways, is due to all these other issues rather than an actual problem with the roles itself. And to add to that, roles are important in any function of two or more people period if you want great success you got to have roles Mm -hmm. a company a sports team when people know their role that's when they do big things together so you Mm -hmm. can't eliminate that and so once you realize we need roles then it makes sense to understand what roles are strongest for each gender Mm -hmm. and typically whether it be the woman being the nurturer and the man being the leader that's what's going to work because you never hear a man complaining about being the leader of the relationship right. but he will complain about being the one that's being led all right yeah. and you won't comp- <laughs> you won't hear a woman complaining about a man leading her if she feels like he loves her he respects her he values her those are the things that were missing back in the days which caused the revolution so to speak mm. all right but if men were valuing and respecting their wives we would have never saw the gender roles be a problem Woo, preach can, can Stefan go ahead and drop his microphone <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic <laughs> all right uh, we're gonna pick up the mic and uh, we'll be right back <laughs> Coming to Tampa Bay, I said we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Next year, I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would. But I determined that I had to have Christ first and that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to, to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ. And he got us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. Okay, so five tacos, a cheese, and a large soda. That's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Primary election. Lack of diversity. Gas prices. Michael Jackson. Trending topics. 
All right, welcome back to the live exchange. Um, so training topics, um, uh, I think, is interesting and, and really kind of bold. But um, Morning Show, uh, Morning Joe, um, has blacklisted Kellyanne Conway. Um, <laughs> and you know, and alternative facts. Uh, alternative facts. Well, and they're saying for that very reason because a lot of stuff that she says is just so questionable and it doesn't have merit. And and you know, and I think. Honestly, um, it it is the role of. I was a journalism major, um, and I think that it, the journalists do need to take back, you know, the platform and and say, you know what, this is not <laughs> integrity. This news is not in, given in integrity, and I think that um, that is what's happened here with with um, um, Morning Joe. So, this is coming from the Washington Post, and um, they're saying that. Um, they're refusing to let her on and that it wasn't um, even the hardest thing that they had to do. So it was just kind of <laughs> like, no, no, it wasn't hard at all. And um, so the quote here says, we know for a fact that she tries to book herself on this show. Um, I won't do it because I don't believe in fake news or information that is not true. And that is every time I've ever seen her on television, something's askew, off or incorrect. So what I'd love to see is for from a journalistic standpoint i'd love to see fox news follow suit and the reason i say that is so we know that there is a um a bit of a political overtone to fox news and a bit of a political overtone to msnbc but by the same token they are supposed to be journalistic organizations so if you know the woman is coming on just blatantly lying which is what she's doing why entertain that and i think if if journalists as a whole do that then you cut you cut some of that that um that experience out right so we we know with politics you've always gotten spin mm-hmm. so there's always been spin matter of fact there there's a show called the spin room yes so you get spin but what she's doing is not spin what she's doing is <laughs> right right yeah. what she's doing is not spin it's just straight up lying so what i hear you saying <laughs> <laughs> is like women who accept whatever men bring their way, <laughs> they are then validating and, and you know this type of behavior. Absolutely. In the same sense, according to what you're saying, Fox News is in the same way validating and this CNN. type of and CNN and NBC and, NBC, and CBS all of them because are they're allowing that to happen. By allowing right. this to happen. So for them, I'm wondering, is there a catch twenty two in that? Well, this is the the um, we're talking about the. The, the executive office here. We're talking about the president, whereas it's not just some, you know, guy off the street. We, we all have our opinions about that. What's but. The, what would be the, uh, I guess my question is, what would be the catch-22? Because if I see that there are three million people on the White House lawn for Obama's inauguration, and I see that there are a million and a half people on the White House lawn for Trump's inauguration, and you come back and tell me that, I'm, that I don't see that, but the whole world sees that, <laughs> the whole world sees it. then you're lying. Yeah, and, it's, and it's the responsibility of the journalist to right. tell the truth, to show us what, what is really going on in the world. But right. you know, I think a lot of us have lost trust in, in media because... I think because of, because of the internet. I think because of people can go out there and put whatever they want to put out, put out there. Mm-hmm. And the news media is still trying to connect with those folks who, cause as, as different people, we all of us have opinions. Mm-hmm. The internet has made it. So the person that didn't used to get heard, now he can be heard being on the internet. And in be, some ways that's been Facebook great with regards to social but, justice issues. And now we can show, but in other ways, but in politics, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's when, a sword. And then when a lot of your constituency that you want to 
get behind you Mm -hmm. are those people who think whatever they say is the truth. As long if if I said it, it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Then how can you it's going to come back and bite you in the butt. It just hasn't done it in a major way yet. Right. It's starting well, to bite her in the butt because people don't want her on the show. <laughs> right. Anymore. Right. Well, you know, maybe it'll, I, 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 I kind of have a feeling it's not going to make them say, well, we need to, we need to put our information out correctly. I'm talking about the, you know, her and her team. I think what's going to happen is we'll start our own network then, you know, but with that white house news white house news <laughs> god um <laughs> so I, but i have to come back to what we were talking about during the break and yes i'm doing an, an extreme pivot like we're just switching gears um during the break and and for those of you who are on my facebook live you, you probably heard some of this conversation um but uh, kevin was saying that you know, well, I first said, you know, I have conversations with my girlfriends and we say, you know what, I just want to be the girl. I just want to be the girl. I don't want to have to do all this, you know, so it, this is in response to the whole role thing and, and how we don't want to have to take charge of the relationship. And Kevin said, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> you know. Right, because I think, and, and I have something that we were talking about, we we're talking about dating models. I'm, I'm, I think we're at, we're at a transition stage where women are holding on to the old dating model. And mm-hmm. I would say that would be anywhere from 1930 to maybe 1970. Uh, then how dating started to change once women, women's lib and, and those different questions about roles and, and, and what people are supposed to do and be responsible for right. in our interactions with each other started to change. So it's hard for me to even think and fathom in my mind that you want me to date you like it's 1950, but we in 2017. So, and I say that to say, so that goes, <laughs> so that goes, that goes along with Body your language. 2017. I mean, excuse me, excuse me. You're, uh, you're saying you just want to be a woman, mm-hmm. but you just want to be a woman when you want to be one. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and I say, and I say that because we were talking earlier in yeah. the break about, uh, the the new the new woman being a hustler being being one that has multiple things she's holding down and doing different so if you don't have balance and realistic balance that i'm satisfied inside of your inside of your life mm-hmm. as well as you being satisfied with me inside of your life now are you expecting me to help you juggle your life that you made up and I don't get to say nothing <laughs> about the balls we juggling are 100 pounds a piece. Well, so here's my thing is, are we, I, I don't know if it's possible that, and you know, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but, but to stay in the same role forever and always, you know, so, right. so to say, I want to be a girl, it feels good to be a girl, blah, blah, blah. We can't always just be the girl, you know, because there are times, for example, a man, if we flip it, mm-hmm. can't always just be all, you know, there's times where a man has to be vulnerable in a, within the context mm-hmm. of a relationship. There's mm-hmm. a time where, you know, so he can't always be, you know, and so I think that there's, I don't know if it's realistic to say that you can always just be one role the whole entire time that you're in a relationship. So, yeah, we want to be the girl sometimes, and sometimes we don't want to be. But that's because sometimes we can't be. Sometimes there's times when our man is down and he needs us to step it up and do some things. Right. And I'm more was talking about more of the dating roles. We know in personal life mm-hmm. there's going to be a time where I'm go- I might be not be as emotionally strong as you may be in that in that time. So it right. would be where you, where you kind of take over and cover me and we and we move and we do what we do when i move uh, you move right 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 just like just that. like that, just like <laughs> but, that. No, but we do have to well we got to go to a break and uh, when we come back we're gonna uh, continue this conversation mm-hmm. 
Builders aren't born, they're made. And not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within? Um. C, look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have to... Ta-da! Twinsies! I kind of love it. (laughs) As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Vince Lombardi once said that it's hard to be aggressive when you're confused. Some of us think that taking our lives to the next level, both personally and professionally, is a confusion and complicated process. Guess what? It's not, and I can prove it. My book, Truisms, will show you how living your life by rules that are so self-evident and obvious, you'll say, I knew that. This powerful yet short, detailed bestseller is on sale right now, under $10. Go to michaelmcfadden.com. That's michaelmcfadden.com, and let Truisms help you to the next level. In the interest of science. 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 Science, 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 science. Um, oh, okay, we are talking to science. And um, I, so I had another thing that I was going to talk about, but I really wanted to, yeah, I'm all off the cuff today, but um, I really wanted to talk about post-traumatic growth. We've talked about it on a couple of other shows, but I think it's important because um, we've talked, we've brought up past relationships and how um, if we're trying to heal from those past relationships, um, how important that is before we move forward into other relationships. And so there is um, a concept that's actually called post um traumatic relationship disorder and so this is there's research on it and and it's just it's just like it sounds you know you've had a negative experience in previous relationships um it may not even be that the relationship itself was bad but maybe the break was so dramatic that it's had an impact on you um and so there are a lot of people in my opinion walking around with with that (laughs) um and and so it impacts you in the way of um you you're fearful of getting into new situations you you know it's just like with ptsd post-traumatic stress disorder um you relive those traumatic experiences over and over again and you reapply them to your current situation even if that current situation is not a traumatic one so you can be in a mall and and you can hear you know something fall on the floor and you may think that it's you know, some some violence that's about to erupt, depending on what kind of trauma you experience. In the same sense, post-traumatic relationship disorder, you apply those traumatic experiences that happened in the past to your current relationship, even though it may not be a traumatic situation. And so 
post-traumatic growth is how do you grow from a traumatic situation? A lot of people don't are not familiar with the whole concept of post-traumatic growth, but it, it basically means that I've experienced a traumatic situation, but I'm going to rise above and become better than I was when I exited that last traumatic situation. And, and I think that that's an important goal that we should have um, when moving in and out and moving from one relationship to the next is making sure that growth has actually occurred. I agree. Definitely. No, no question about it. So if you, if you haven't grown, you're going to do those same things over and over again, and you're not going to see any change. You're not going to be able to move forward. Um, I remember that, that you and I talked about post-traumatic growth a, a couple of days ago, and one of the things that I'm wondering, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, so, so how, are there, is there a certain set of skills or a certain set of things that you want to look for when you're trying to, when you know you've been through this traumatic relationship and you're looking especially ladies and you're looking to do something different and you don't have the you don't have the access to a coach or a therapist mm -hmm. but you but you want to make some changes what are your thoughts on that's that? a really good question um you know i think that and and one of the things that i write about in my book is who you have yourself around and so it's important that you you surround yourself with people who are voices of experience that's one of them i'm probably not gonna be able to say them off off the cuff <laughs> um, but voices of experience um people who are willing to tell you about their experiences not people who have had the experience and they're in a rotten place in their life somebody's had their experience and they've been able to evolve and grow in their own lives um the and i can't remember the name of it but the people who um will tell you the truth they'll tell you like it is they'll tell you about it yourself um life processors is what i yeah. called it the life processors and they'll they'll challenge you to think about who you are and where you are in life um and then also the cheerleader this is the emotional one. This is the person who's willing to tell you, girl, you're fine. Or, you know what, you're awesome. Or, you're beautiful. You need that. But you don't. You, you can't have just that. If you have a bunch of cheerleaders in your life, right. then you're not going to get very far. Um, if you have a lot of, lot of pro life processors in your life, you're going to be stressed out all the time. Because <laughs> they're going to make you ask the hard questions. Yeah. So you need a combination, in my opinion, of, of all of those things. So, so I think one of the most important, and this is just one element, is, is who you have and making sure that you build. Sometimes you have to build a network of these people. When I went through my divorce, I was living in Wisconsin. I didn't have any close friends there. I grew up in California. So I had to literally create a network of people, uh, which, and I did that, but I was in church. I was involved in different church things. I got on meetup.com and I found groups of writers or people who are like-minded. Um, so I was very intentional about making sure I had, I could build a network of people that were around me. So I see that it's almost 1230, and I know that Stefan has to leave soon, so I want to make sure that we give him a chance to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's the man. He's the man. Uh, but, you know, he did talk about um, the, the books that he's written, but I, I would love to hear if there's anything um, else that you would like to, you know, share or impart for the audience. Um, I guess just piggybacking off the post-traumatic uh, relationship issue, just, uh, again, we all need to heal. Mm -hmm. We all need to heal from not just past relationships as far as romantic relationships but yeah. relationships with our siblings with our parents right. um anything that has created a fear or hurt a damage in our life and so like i always tell people you know you make a list you write who hurt me and you start listing mm. all the people that came to your comes to mind i don't care how little it is if right. it comes to mind it's significant and you got to start working through all those different issues because at the end of the day you're not going to be able to have a healthy relationship if you skip that part. And you may find yourself in a relationship, but you will find yourself in a dysfunctional one. And you will be incapable, especially for women, 
to embrace the guy who's truly best for you because he will scare you the most. Mm. All right, that you will pick what I call the safe picks. All right, the guys who That's true. You, you might you might want to be with them, but you're not really into them like that. So you deal with them and you try to make it work, and you tell everybody you love him and all this stuff. No, you don't. How many of you have done that? Go ahead and put some hearts up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're just picking what's comfortable, uh-huh. and again, that just creates more issues because they will never be what you need them to be. Wow, that's really good. Um, yeah, I can't even argue. <laughs> no, that's really good. And and so one of the things that I and I, that I've been wanting to ask you is, um, you know, the where is my Boaz um, is, and that's had a lot of really positive, you know, response. Um, so should we all be looking for Boaz? Is Boaz the the, the guy, the icon, the one that we should be all? <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you know, the only reason why I even use Boaz is because it was already a popular reference in the church. Yes. As far as when speaking to single women. And so a lot of people, they'll hear Boaz and they'll say, oh, well, Boaz is dead or Boaz is this. I'm not talking about the actual <laughs> it's Boaz. It's not that literal. Yeah, okay. it's Got just it. to represent the man who God has for you, the man who's best for you. And yes, the, every woman should be waiting or be preparing for the man who is truly best for them. Mm-hmm. And if we focus more time on preparing and getting ready rather than getting caught up in dead-end situations and nonsense that only creates damage in our lives, then we will be able to embrace that person when it comes. But the reality is that a lot of people meet that their Boaz. A lot of women meet Boaz at some point in their life, but they run from Boaz. They push Boaz away. They can't believe this is really Boaz. Wow. They will find all kinds of ways to sabotage the situation, whether they realize it or not. So you really have to be mindful of your mental and emotional state and hmm. truly being ready. We want love, but are you ready for love? Are you ready for a real relationship and commitment? If not, then it's never going to work. Wow. Well, well, we just had a question that came up, and, and, and uh, I think we have to go to break. But the question <laughs> is, is Boaz a unicorn? And can Boaz wear a name tag? I mean, can he just say, hello, Dr. Pam. I'm, I'm right. You know, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, um, but we have to go to break. And, um, and so, I, I, gosh, I, this went so fast. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but if you all, you all can have questions or, you know, if you want to continue this conversation, um, you know, go ahead and post your questions to um, the Facebook Live page. I will make sure that Stefan has access to it if he wants to answer any of those questions. And, um, and uh, we'll be right back. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Coming to Tampa Bay, I said we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. 
from IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Next year, I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would. But I determined that I had to have Christ first and that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to, to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ. And he got us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life. Meet the grads of life, young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Uncle Dan? Mom? Dad? If you store your guns properly, so not just anyone can get to them. I'll feel safer when I'm playing outside. Safer when walking home. Safer when my friends come over. As your neighbor, I'll feel safer. As a school teacher, I'll feel safer. We'll all feel safer. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and today we are talking relationships, and um, we uh, we had um, Stefan Levoisier. You did it. You <laughs> I, did, it. I did, I did, I did. did it. He says it so much more perfectly than I do. Um, and he just he just exited the building, but he had great insight, so whatever you missed, you're going to have to go back and check it out. Um, and then we also have um, Kevin Harley. 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 I don't know so why I keep messing up. Harley. I'm just saying. <laughs> I am not his cousin. And I should know Harley. I have a head, but I'm not <laughs> his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so Harley, yes, Kevin like Harley, yes, and, um, and we also have Jay Hurt, and they are sharing um, their insight as well. So we have got a whole lot of questions that I really want to try to get through here. Before you run through the questions, sure. can I say something real quick? Please. So, so ladies, I know you you heard a lot of great information from Stefan today. Stefan will be at our event 
this coming up Sunday at Cobb Energy Center. It's called Having Our Say, Men Talking Real About Dating and Relationships. So Kevin will be there, um, myself, Dr. Carla Lindsay, Stefan. Um, we also have Kenny Pugh, uh, life coach. Um, we have Dwayne and John, I believe, is the other gentleman's last name. So we're going to have a really interesting conversation with a lot of single guys sharing their thoughts on dating and relationships. You're not you see I'm sorry. How he tried to throw You're that not in single. there. Right? <laughs> I'm Don't not make saying. us call your wife. Don't make us call babe, your wife. Babe, I forgot my ring today, but you know I love you. So, so yeah, I got everybody you back. else. I got you back. Everybody else. And um, and Nasira, Nikisha, Michelle, um, celebrity matchmaker, will be hosting the show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So awesome. Thanks for And Dr. Forward. Pamela will be in the room. I'm not going to be How talking, though. I'm going to be sitting back and learning. So. That's what's up. <laughs> yes. So, um, so, so definitely come out for that. I will put a flyer yes. up and so you all can see, you know, get the details Love to on see that. all of you there. Yes. 6 yes. p.m. Cobb Energy Center. All right. All right. So, and that's Sunday. Um, So, okay. So we've got questions. We got questions. So um, we have, well, and comments. So Yolanda Allen is saying it doesn't apply to a lazy man, but when you know he's the breadwinner and does everything in his power to take care of his home, um, you know, you should step up when times get hard, um, just considering the days that we're living in now. Um, And and this is all in response to uh, a lot of response to what Kevin was saying about a woman wants, you know, wants to be able to just have have a man be the man and step up and be a leader but then at the same time she wants to hustle and he's kind of like so what do you want to be you know um and so the responses are coming from that so penny is saying women can be hustlers but want a man to lead in relationships and um and the question she had asked you earlier um you had clarified for her but she was she wasn't sure you know what you were saying (laughs) but she got it right and and that's what i'm saying a lot of times when we listen to people we lips we listen in absolutes yeah so yeah none of what we're saying is 100 percent across the board for everybody right this doesn't pertain to you and and you know that this is not your life and this is not how you are then it's not you right then it doesn't apply to you that's how i feel at valentine's day it's like well it ain't ain't about me i i ain't got a valentine's So I'm going to go ahead and keep pushing forward. Just don't have one right now. That's all. That's all. You know, and I don't even hate on Valentine's Day because, you know, I'm actually a a, a big time romantic. Um, But I know people who just like straight up hate on it. It's as if it's just some awful thing that people would dare to love each other once a year. But check this out. If 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 they had somebody. And their man didn't show up for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, didn't show mad. up and show out for Valentine's Day. They'd be hot. well. That's why they're mad now because it's happened in the past. And right, and they've had their post traumatic <laughs> relationship <laughs> disorder. Relationship disorder. Right. Yeah. There you go. But um, so let me see. Um, we also have. Um, I think these group, this group of guests, need to come back. Great conversation. I agree. That's in a formal. That's a formal invitation. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. There's a lot. There's a lot here. Um, what do you think, coaches or catalysts for healing, can do to bring men to the table for this change? Um, I'll be glad to take that. So, so what can we do to bring men to the table? Um, three things come to mind. Number one, I mentioned it before. Stefan mentioned it before. Ladies, change what you will accept. Stop mm-hmm. accepting bad behavior. Can you pose that question again that you asked? Why? Why do women accept bad behavior? Why? Yes. Why do women accept bad behavior? So, like, sit down, think about that, write that out maybe, and examine your own situation if you're having challenges in your situation and say, okay, I continue to accept this. Um, and I continue to get the same thing. Now, what if I do something different? Let's see if I get a different result. Or maybe 
that guy is not the right one for me. Maybe I go get another guy that's going to give me the result that I want. Well, yeah. but when we look at it from the grand scheme of things, if you don't tolerate that particular behavior from that guy, he'll just go to Linda. He's I, not the one for who, you. Right. No. But what I'm saying is I'm looking at the whole entire, like the, the social landscape of dating. Mm-hmm. So, so then John goes over to Linda then because Linda will totally accept it. And so I, I agree with the challenge that both you and Stefan have stated is, Stop accepting it as you know, as a collective of women. Right. If we say. can come together and stop accepting these things, but, but it's hard. Let me tell. You, let me tell you why. What? Why I've evaluated why I think it's hard for women to do that. And we talk about a woman's greatest need is to feel loved and secure. Mm-hmm. If she's with a guy and they've been together a long time, at some point he's made her feel loved, and she remembers so that. She knows that he got it in there. Uh-huh. He just ain't giving it to me. So <laughs> yeah. when I go, so I need to do and put pressure and do whatever I need to do to get him back where he was, where he was loving me. Why are you telling us? So, 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 so <laughs> the other woman, she's the problem. If she wasn't mm-hmm. here, he'd be loving me like he used to. Wow. If, if he didn't have to work so hard, I mean, if he didn't have to no, if we had more money. So if he went out and got another job, where well, he ain't going to see me that much anyway. But if he, <laughs> if he go out and get another job and make our home life even happier, then I'll feel loved again. So I think I, now that's my personal uh, just evaluating, listening to people. So, she wants to get back to where it was. When, so she don't like to throw that away because she knows it's possible. But so you're married. Let's say you're married and mm-hmm. you're in a situation in which the, the husband did show all this love in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And at some point in the marriage, it, it stopped. So what does it look like not to tolerate that when you're married? I mean, you don't just up and divorce because of that, or or well, do you? I mean, what what does it look like in the context of a of a marriage to say you're not treating me the way that you treated me before? Okay. And and I've said this over and over and over again, and it's not changing. So I think that's really where it's time to go in and put in the work, right? I think we throw away marriages way too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, one of my one of my tenets in my book is to constantly work on your relationship slash marriage for it to thrive right so that means you may have to get down to the nuts and bolts and figure out okay so what are we doing differently or what has changed and sometimes that takes that counseling piece but you're saying we so so my it's generally it's generally but but no but my question is if you see uh, as a woman let's let's say i see the need for change i've been begging this man this husband of mine will you please love me the way you used to love me will you please go to counseling no 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 you're tripping you're overreacting you're over this what's a woman to do no he's i know he's not gonna advise cheating no i no, i'm not gonna advise cheating (laughs) no i I, I think Okay, so so that's I'm a tough scenario. <laughs> that, right, that's a, that's a tough scenario. But the but the one thing I would say is in those scenarios. So I'm a Christian, so you know I'm going to say stay in the word, right? But but besides that, on the on the the self the uh, self development side, I think it's important to go work on ourselves. Yes, yes. Even though we know he's not doing what he needs to do, he's not where he needs to be. Let's work on ourselves and let's make ourselves better because generally there's something in the relationship that we're deficient in as well. Right. So if we're working on ourselves and we're staying where we need to be from a spiritual perspective, Mm -hmm. sometimes that's all we can do as far as the other person is concerned. Right. Right. So that that's my thoughts on that. And and had a lot of friends never been married before myself, um, but have a lot of friends and I'm able to kind of sit on the outside and look in Mm -hmm. sometimes. People think it's the other person, 
only, mm-hmm. and it's also them. Uh, in a lot of marriages, what I've seen, men aren't happy. Now, the women are happy because a lot of things have been satisfied. One, she wanted to get married. She checked that off. She wanted to have kids. She checked that off. She's got her house. She's checked that off. So a lot of things, she's kind of satisfied. So if something comes in to rock the boat, she's going to be upset about it and get my house back the way it used to be. That's yeah. what I need to do. Now, and just is, one, your hu- is your husband happy? One, one bullet point on top of what, what Kevin said. So often men aren't happy and we're not good communicators, yes. right? Yes. So we don't communicate it well, so it's hard to work through that. And right. I'm going to stop here. We'll never get to the rest of the questions. Yes, right, right, right. Right, because <laughs> right, we go into that. Right? I know. We okay, well, well, before we get into any more of the questions, we're going to go into the balance challenge. Keeping your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Okay, so the balance challenge is we can be with us the first hour, then you probably heard it already, but this, the, the balance challenge is for you all to do a, um, an emotional intelligence check on yourself. <laughs> so I want you to think about um, the, the ways in which you use your emotions. Do you use your emotions in ways that are positive and beneficial, um, that are productive, or do you use your emotions in, in ways that are destructive and, yes, or manipulative or, you know, in, in negative ways, in ways that continue to hold you down um, rather than um, to, to propel you to the next phase or to the next thing that you need to be doing. Um, and so, and that takes a very honest conversation with yourself, a very honest look at yourself, um, very honest conversation with maybe the people in your life who love you and care about you. Maybe the two of you, if you think of somebody else, um, the two of you can sit down and have a conversation about how the other expresses emotion and, and whether or not that is um, perceived as healthy or not. Um, and so, it, you know, again, not easy conversations to have, but important and necessary conversations because sometimes um, our emotions can save our lives, but our emotions can also destroy our lives. Yes, they can. <laughs> so anything to add to that? What you got 30 seconds. The only, the only thing I, the only thing I would just tie tie on to what you said is that we don't want our emotional intelligence to be counterproductive to what our ultimate goals are, to what our values are, to, to what we're trying to build in our lives. So just learn to keep your emotions in check and make them a part of how we move forward as, a, as opposed to something that holds us back. Right. That's great. Okay. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's a good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Coming to Tampa Bay, I said we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Next year, I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would. But I determined that I had to have Christ first and that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to, to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ. And he guide us to that ultimate victory. 
I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I, I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. This is big business. This is the American way. <laughs> Welcome back to the live exchange. Um, I hear your sound over there on your phone, um, Mr. Uh, Jay Hurt. Just you know, <laughs> um, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but we are um, talking relationships, and we're just addressing some of the questions. Um, one of the listeners pushed back a little bit on 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 the question I asked on Jay's response to the question I asked about how do you get your spouse to the table if you see there's a problem in the relationship and you're trying and you want to get it fixed, you want to go to counseling, and this this person, um, you know, whether it's male or female, does not want to go okay what do you do so you didn't like my answer penny and that's okay <laughs> we're in class together i thought we were better than that but it's cool i've got a, i've got an answer for you so you can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do right it's just that simple you can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do so the best you can do is to it's it's what i said before it's to do the best you can with yourself and to prepare yourself as best you can and to try to do everything on your end the proper way because here's what happens a lot of times men don't communicate we're terrible communicators right so sometimes there may be an issue on his end that you're doing and you don't even know it mm-hmm. because he's not telling you he's not sharing he's not doing those things you may not be mm-hmm. catering to his love language you may be you may not be respecting him in a way and he I'll wants say to from be respected. personal experience, I've asked, like, what is it? Is it me? Is it? No, it's not you. It's but, not you. But it's, it's not you. It's me, right? But we don't, it's because we don't know how to really communicate because a lot of times we didn't grow up with open communication with our parents. Guys mm-hmm. just shut down and did what they were supposed to do as men, right? right? So it's really about, <laughs> it's really about doing the, the best you can and being the best you can, learning as much about him as possible, and then hopefully as he opens up as you as you see yourself change you'll see him open up and then you can change and hopefully you can go to get that counseling right mm-hmm. it's not a perfect science you can't you right. can't drag anybody kicking and screaming and you know as a as a coach and and all the great things you do even if you do drag somebody somebody kicking and screaming it doesn't work anyway cuz they don't want to be there right and that so there you I, go. I i know i definitely again uh watching relationships a lot of times men avoid things and women ignore them. So you might know your man cheating, but you're ignoring it. As a man, you know she got issues with something she's that she's too. doing. <laughs> that could be that could be true too. That could be true too. But as a man, you could you're just avoiding having this conversation until you really gotta have it. Mm-hmm. So if you're just not ready to tell her that because you 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 might think telling her what you really got to say to her. Mm-hmm. It's going to really blow this thing out of water where it's already rocky. So I'm avoiding doing that. So until, again, he can trust that how he feels or what he tells you is not going to destroy the whole situation and make it worse. Right. Sometimes that's just it. It may not that's be that he don't want to talk to you. 
but he may just not want his re- his response to be held against him in a court of law. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, and I think it's an interesting point that you said that um, that women um, tend to ignore and men. What yeah. did you say? Avoid. Avoid. Um, wow. I think there might be some merit to that. Mm-hmm. I, no, you know, and I just said that's just one of my views, not 100%. But, but I think, you know, that makes out. a lot of sense, um, you know, because I think, um, you know, a lot of the women who I know that are ignoring, they're ignoring and they're like, well, I'm going to go ahead and make myself happy. And, um, and, and they think that maybe over time things will improve, but it, it's not if you're okay. just doing you. But how does that, in, okay, so with the, with, I won't say with the example that you're giving, but mm-hmm. maybe kind of sort of with the example that you're giving. So if a woman is going to make herself happy, then she's really not working on the relationship. Right. <clears throat> Excuse right. me. She's just trying to placate herself until she thinks he comes around. And that usually only happens after, you know, trying and trying right. and trying and he's ig- ignoring or avoiding and avoiding. And then she's just like, well, what the heck? You know, and these are just in cases that I've seen. Well, just my, my, my last quick thought about it, because I know mm-hmm. we're, we got to get to more questions. My last quick thought is. So generally, it takes years, months, years, whatever, to fix to to get to where we are. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to take, take time to, to fix, fix it. To fix it, right? It can right. take so. that long. Yeah. And and so in the meantime, does one stay in a situation that is unhealthy, that is diminishing who they are? <laughs> that it, so my because I guess the question. <laughs> you already had the b- well, bad no, cold work. Well, no, but the reason I'm asking is because it still comes back to what do you do when you're with somebody who doesn't want to fix it? That's different from it being detrimental to you. Not because because of, of words you used before. But, but, but if, if you're you with just somebody, somebody who doesn't said, want to fix it, that is detrimental. That 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 basically every day speaks to. It, it's a way of communicating. At least this is how women receive it. Um, but but you're communicating to me that I'm not valuable enough to you to want to actually deal with this. And That's that, diminishing and that, and, to live and, in that and, every day. And, and it might and it might mean usually when somebody doesn't want to fix something, that means they don't want it anymore. Usually, and, a, lot, a lot of people don't know that about men. Sometimes men avoid it to not be the villain. So if you leave, I ain't the villain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I actually know someone that's just like that right yeah, now. He right. you just, he waiting on you out. He trying to wait you out mm-hmm. till you get tired enough. Oh, okay, I'm gonna stay out all night tonight. See what she do. <laughs> you, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. men men do that also. Yeah. Men will do that also. So it's a it's one of those things you have to be because com- you're gonna have to be comfortable with the decision that you make. Right. So you have to be. You can't try to make it and put it on him. As in, okay, if you see that he's really and realistically not trying to improve it, and you've done and you think you've gotten to the end of your rope and done everything you can, then you need to make a decision for you and be able to be a woman that made a decision for herself, not that made a decision. But you're gonna call. Well, I w- we still would be married if he would. <laughs> no, it's be like it didn't work. Uh-huh. I chose to move on. That's it. That's it's. Uh, and the reason why I ask that is because this is a hard situation. I mean, I have my own set of ideas and strategies, but I really wanted to hear from a male perspective. So what do you think? <laughs> what do I think? Yeah. Well, you know, so when you're kind of at a place where you're stuck in between a rock and a hard place, you're, you're trying and you want to make this work and it's not going anywhere and it's really diminishing your livelihood. Um, you know, I agree. You don't jump straight to divorce. You know, there's the, there are certain steps that I think need to be taken. And first of all um, is – 
really you've got to take care of yourself and and now i get that you know if you're just doing you you're not doing the relationship but at some level you you have to take care of you if if you're not being taken care of in the relationship it's so important that you do take care of you to the extent that that you you can but i also think that it's very important to communicate and to, to keep communicating no matter what yes. even if your message isn't being heard even if you if they don't want to talk about it i i don't ever relent from from talking just keep going um because eventually what that's going to do is that they're going to get fed up because they don't think that you're complaining all the time or they're going to fix it and if they and, and so if they can't handle what it is you're saying that you need so you need um somebody who's supportive and and who's into what you're doing you know so for example i am um, i'm a writer and so when i was married um uh, me and my ex had you know always we always went back and forth about um he wouldn't read what i wrote he was he wasn't you know he it we just yeah, he just wasn't he wasn't into it. Um, that was very important to me, you know, to be able to share this important piece of who I was with the person that I was with. It wasn't the deal breaker, no, but I'm it was saying, just did he did he did he talk it down? Did he not talk? Oh, up, say hey, my my beautiful wife has written a book. He tried, did he try to get other people to read it? No, no, he there just was went no. To, oh yeah, yeah, was. yeah there was that. <laughs> so yeah, so so there was. <laughs> but there was just but but it there wasn't that encouragement that I would have okay. wanted to receive within the context of a relationship. So again, that wasn't the deal breaker, but that's just an example of one of the things mm-hmm. holding hands was, was I, I, my love language is physical, physical touch. touch I really wanted to hold hands that was something that he, 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 I'm not into that I'm not into that um, and so so again not being loved in my love language so what I had to do is I didn't stop talking about what it is I needed and I, you know I was always very and I didn't do it to pick fights I didn't do it you know to to get at him but I always reminded him you know it would be really cool if we were holding hands right now. But let me ask you, Dr. Pam. So did you, before you were married, did, um, you know? did he did he read your writing? Did you hold hands? Did he cater to those things? No. But mm. no. So, so, I'm, so now here I am, and a lot of us do this. Now we're married, and we're in a situation right. in which some of these things didn't happen. And so what I had somebody tell me when I was, when it was time to divorce – well, you went ahead and got in this relationship and you chose this. So you need to go ahead and suffer through it because um, that's what you chose. I don't agree with that. Right. We make bad decisions. Right. We enter into situations in which we saw the evidence and now we're here. But now we ha- we're in it. Now here we are. We made a decision when we were 19, 20 years old. Now here we are at 37. We've got to make a decision. You know, we've got it. We're in this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I get your point. So maybe so maybe that's a that's a whole nother show that's on divorce it is and how you go to divorce. And that yeah, because kind of now we have to. Yeah. We're done. We're, we're time's up. Yeah. Can I throw one really quick thing? One on really Just quick one thing. One really quick like thing. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. So <laughs> if you're. If you're in a situation, you're getting to know someone, learn as much about them as you can yes. because you want someone that is your optimal spouse, right? right? So right. it's not just the butterflies and all that fun stuff. Right. That's good. And he just abruptly, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay. We can continue this conversation on Facebook Live. But thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. And we're going to be talking actually about the professional life coaching. And um, and maybe that, you know, some of this will creep into that as well. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm Dr. Pamela. Check me out on the liveexchangeradio.com. I will post information about the event happening this Sunday at the Cobb Energy Center at 6 o'clock p.m. February 19th. February 19th. Peace out.